Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, prepare to be amazed, astounded, bedazzled, and otherwise stupefied as we bring you the, what the fuck is this, 31st episode? 29th. 29th, whatever, I can't count. <laughs> I only Math, have a di- it's hard. I only, I only have a diploma, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't have a fancy degree or anything, so I can't math. <laughs> Math's the twin- <laughs> Welcome to the 29th episode of Saturday Night at the Movies. My name is Daryl. I'm accompanied, as always, by the lovely and talented Miss Sick Girl, Kate Phoenix. Howdy, howdy. And that lovable, cuddly motherfucker that we all want to spoon for the rest of our lives, Mr. Brian String. I don't even know what to say. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that was something to say, though. Yeah, but still. I'm sure there's that, like, that one person that's like, no. I don't want to spoon with him. <laughs> well, that Just person one. is wrong. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Doing good. Good, good, good. Hanging, hanging in there. Awesome. I am tired as fuck because I forgot how to sleep. Yeah. Have you still been working like crazy, crazy person? Um, Not quite as much, but yes. And then life keeps me busy, and I have insomnia also, but I'm always in bed trying to sleep, and I'll doze off for a few minutes, and then I wake up for like five hours. Goddamn, it's awfully. It's like, great, go to sleep. Yeah, exactly. Brian, what have you been up to? Uh, Just got back from Vegas, Days of the Dead weekend. Awesome. It was was good. Um, Surprisingly, a really good turnout. That's what I was um, about to ask was the turnout. Yeah, really good turnout. Friday and Saturday, it was packed. Sunday, not so much. That's every convention, though. But, yeah, no, Friday and Saturday was a great turnout. Awesome. So every everyone was cool. All the celebrity guests that were there were cool. The vendors were cool, except for an issue that happened after the convention had ended, which was kind of both uh, funny but also could have gone completely sideways. Can you talk so, about it on air or not? I was going to say, I'm like... Mm. So, so it, it, you know, it, it's that typical, you know, you know, I own that design, you can't have that design. And the person's like, dude, I've had this design for 10 years. I don't even know who you are. And okay. it, it, it kind of went from like 1 to like 11 very quickly to where security got involved and... It could end ended up a lot worse. Dang. Yeah. I mean, I've seen at conventions where uh, people who own films go up to pirated uh, movie places and just pull the movies off the shelf. That's pretty grand. I mean, that shit's funny. Yeah. But yeah, that, uh, that thing. So I wonder who officially was in the right on that. Um, it, it, was, it wasn't the guy that was accusing. It was the other guy. Um, apparently, the guy that was accusing it done this at a lot of other conventions and he was banned from all those conventions so wow yeah so but like the little i want to know who the vendor was yeah uh like the little kid of me was 
just wanted to be like, fight! <laughs> <laughs> Throw some punches. It helps resolve anger. Spooky fight, spooky fight. Kick him in the nards! <laughs> yeah. Well, if you do that, you might steal your Twinkie. Oh, yeah. No one, wants their Twinkies. Twinkies. no one wants their Twinkies stolen. <clears throat> nope. So everyone was awesome, all the celebrities? Yeah, all, all the celebrities were really awesome. So. Awesome. And all of them were super nice. Um, you obviously know you got something coming your way. Yes, I'm super excited about it. So he he was very cool. At, at first, I was kind of confused because I went to the table and his son was like, he's doing art projects right now. He'll have to come back. I'm just like, uh, okay. <laughs> he, Wait, he was a little. Can you say really, who it is? I said, can you say who it is? Oh, it was Michael St. Michaels. So oh, okay. Yeah, he, he was like tracing his hands over like painted hands on paper and was signing them. I'm going to guess the hands were pink. No, they were yellow. That's surprising. Yeah. Is he's. Oh, God, it's that movie, isn't it? It is. He's big. He's big Ronnie. In the oh, yeah. big Ronnie. I hate Your that favorite. movie so much. You love that movie. So you much. I hate that movie. He, he, he's a super nice guy, though. I'm friends with him on Facebook. Like he seems like a rad dude. So he, he he was walking around all the on the floor looking at all the vendors, which a lot of people were. Was he asking people how much stuff was, and then whenever they told him, he's like, "You're a bullshit artist." I uh, know he didn't go that far, but he loved the fact that I asked him to write hilarious. bullshit artists on your auto. At first, I was like, "Can you write bullshit artists for him?" He's like, "Absolutely not." And then he did it anyways. <laughs> well, my backup would have been, trust me, I know disco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that fucking movie, man. That movie's amazing. Mm -mm. It's a 10 minute joke that went on way too long. But see, that's the thing. They go on too long, but they go on so long that they end up being funny again. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. But I'm glad you you got your uh, you're getting your your autograph or whatever it is you're getting though. Yep. Yeah, and it was funny just the way it came about because I think we were just getting into the elevator and he shot me a message. He's like, "Dude," I'm like, "Dude." Yeah, because I happened to look at the guest list and like I saw that he that him and Sky were supposed to be there. I was like, "Dude, you got to give me Michael St. Michael's autograph." I was I would have gotten uh, both of them for you, but Sky uh, canceled. So well, shit. Yeah, but yeah, everyone was super cool. Anthony Michael Hall, really good guy. Uh, Danny Trejo was amazing. Um, who, who? Oh, uh, so Liz had a uh, brief romance with Sam Jones happening over the weekend, <laughs> and it was funny because. We went to him to talk to him. Got um, he had uh Japanese posters for Flash Gordon. I'm like, I want it. I'm like, had I known you were going to be here, I would have brought my pop for you to sign. He's like, how did you not know that I wasn't going to be here? It was only announced last night. <laughs> it was announced all the way last night. Yeah, yeah. you should have known. Should have read right? minds. 
So you should just bring all your pops with you everywhere you go from now on. I'm going to have <laughs> to send pops. I'm going to have drag, to drag them behind you in a suitcase, even when you're going to the grocery store, just in case you run into someone. Yep. Obviously, I'm kidding. Oh well, no, I think it should really happen. I know people that work at. I know someone that works at Whole Foods in uh, Orlando, and he actually meets celebrities all the time there. So you never know, Brian. You never know. I was like, I'm going to be like that person at every convention, just walking around with shopping cart full of stuff for people to sign. <laughs> you guys are not scheduled to be there. Yeah. You should have like a. You should create a pop backpack so that you can uh, carry them all. Have little safe compartments. Oh uh, yeah. There you go. I have like 16 safe compartments in it. Yeah. That way, it's only huge. Yep. Exactly. So, Kate, what have you been watching? So, that with my watches. Oh, let me turn them the right way. We already discussed that one. Um, okay, so first I watched Pay the Ghost with Nicolas Cage. And I actually enjoyed it. I think it got some uh, pretty bad reviews, but it's about um, Nicolas Cage's son gets kidnapped at a carnival on Halloween. And he starts investigating, and there are other children there's always like three kids on Halloween that are always uh, kidnapped and uh, they're never found. So he's going after them. That one was pretty good. And I watched uh, Ouija origin of evil, which I really liked this one. I liked it a lot better than the other Ouija movie. Yep. Um, I like how they, the uh, director though, just uses the same actors for everything. I, I don't know when sometimes when actors do that though, I feel like it's almost an homage to like independent film because a lot of times you have to recycle actors. Right. Uh, is that, is that, um, uh, what's it, the guy that did, uh, Hill house and yep. Oculus. Mm-hmm. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Yeah. And, and actually the mirror, the mirror from Oculus appears in the basement. It appears in everything he does. Yeah. So, you can like clearly see it in the background. But yeah, I really liked this one. I thought it was a lot of fun. And I have this weird thing about Ouija boards. I collect them. So I love movies about them. Because you're kind of trying to conjure a demon? I mean, no. I just, they sit on a shelf. I have two of them you, from the 70s. You have as much, you will have as much luck conjuring a demon with a Ouija board as you will summoning, summoning a demon with a toothpick. I know. I know, I want to know, does Parker Brothers have like a gateway, a secret gateway to hell? Is that how this works? Oh yeah, uh, they, it's, it's, it's secretly, imbe- they embed a piece of it into each board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I have the new one from Hasbro that also, like you press and it lights up and shit. Um, and then we watched Underwater, which I really enjoyed. Very, very Lovecraftian. Mm-hmm. Have, you, have you guys seen it yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought that should have been the true sequel to Cloverfield. It essentially feels like Lovecraft made a sci-fi somewhat alien-inspired movie. Because it does it does that claustrophobia from Alien is definitely in this. So, but yeah, if you haven't watched it yet, highly recommend that one. And that was all I had that we watched. Brian, did you have time to watch anything? Um, what the fuck did I watch on the flight? Um, oh, watch Dracula Dead and Loving It. A classic. Classic. And it's ironic that last week's hottie was Amy Yazbek because she is also in the movie. 
uh, watched one of the Resident Evil sequels. Uh, I don't remember which one, because after a while, they all blurred together. Uh, watched Vegas Vacation. You guys you know. went to Vegas. You watch it. Yep. Gotta <laughs> love them Griswolds. Yep. And, and then I was just pretty much watching a bunch of the other Masters of Horrors that we're not talking about tonight. So Okay. But I'll bring them up later. So. And that's all your watches? Yep, that, that was everything. Okay. I watched uh, the best Friday the 13th movie. It's indisputable. My, my logic is sound. It's Jason X. And I'm not saying that sarcastically. I firmly believe that it's the best one because it makes fun of itself the entire fucking time. Plus, it has David Cronenberg in it. I was say, did yours have the issue? The sound of issue. Yep. Did it? Mm-hmm. I was. I thought it was going to be like a major issue, but for like one tiny sound, I'm no, it's, like... it's it's a it's a minor issue. Yeah. Then I watched a wrestling horror movie called Parts Unknown. Um, it's got Jake the Snake Roberts and then a bunch of other people, and it was not good. <laughs> Is it officially a WWE movie? Oh no, it's a Wild Eye movie. Oh, okay. And Jake the Snake is in it, but he's only in it as a voice actor. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, so like, unless you know his voice, you don't even realize that it's him. I watched uh, the absolutely abysmal Jurassic Shark. <laughs> unless you're a sucker for bad shark movies like I am, absolutely avoid it. It's fucking terrible. I do love me it, some bad shark movies. It's made yeah. by the same. It, it's made by the same guy that made Ouija Shark, which I still have yet to watch. In fact, the opening scene is on the same beach as the opening scene of Ouija Shark. I watched uh, another Wild Eye movie called Bone Jangles. Such a fun one. That was. Um, I was told that I was going to hate it, and I didn't. I mean, it's it's not a masterpiece, obviously, but, but yeah, I thought it was pretty decent. It didn't necessarily like go the way I was hoping it would, but I wasn't disappointed that it didn't. Yeah, I watched another Wild Eye movie called Impact Event. It's a Wild Eye sci-fi movie about an impact uh, event where you know, and uh, and a meteor strikes the Earth, and it's an, an extinction level event. So the few survivors are trying to survive where they're at, which for some reason they t- they hold up in a uh, a haunted house attraction. So automatically, because it's a haunted house attraction, you know, it goes up a couple points for me. I dug it. It's not perfect. There's one actress in there that literally is an Academy Award winning actress and she puts on the worst acting performance I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> and I don't, I, I mean, I guess maybe she needed to pay rent that month or something. I don't know, but it was, she was awful in it. I watched Chillerama, which is always a fun one. And then lastly, I waited to, I didn't watch this one last, but I wanted to say it last because I think everybody should check this out. It's fucking ridiculous, but it's an absolute blast. I watched Llamageddon. Ooh, that sounds fun. Which is a movie about a llama that crash lands on Earth and goes on a killing spree. Yes. I need to see and this he, movie. He has the ability to shoot lasers from his eyes and all kinds of crazy shit. Is, yeah, I was say, is this one on Prime? This is on Prime. Uh, adding it right now. <laughs> yeah, you guys need to see Llamageddon. Uh, you know, don't expect 
Don't expect the Shawshank Redemption because it's definitely not. Hey, the title I alone mean, sells it. <laughs> I know, but you'd be surprised how many people like when they watch Clownado, like this movie sucked. I'm like, what are you expecting for a movie called Clownado? Are you expecting Citizen yeah. Kane? With a movie like Clownado, with a title like Clownado, you should know what you're getting yourself into. You're getting yourself into a cheesy good time. Oh God, and, this looks amazing. And Lamageddon delivers on that 100%. Guys, check out the trailer. Watch it. Uh, I Does really the enjoy Lama it. talk? Unfortunately, no. Okay, well then I'm going to picture David Spade voicing the Llama. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Llama! Maybe they can get him for the sequel. Yeah. It's, it's not like he's busy acting right now. They can get him and... Uh, him or Chris Kattan, they're both really busy, right? Yeah. I don't think Chris Kattan's been busy since uh, Saturday Night Live. Well, I was going to say since Corky Romano. Wasn't he still doing Saturday Night Live during Corky? I don't, I don't know. I know he was still doing it during Night at the Roxbury. I don't know about after that. Okay. But that's my watches. Yay. And Yay. Do we have any news to discuss before we move on? Oh, I did forget to mention I finally watched um, Freddy vs. Jason. It wasn't in the stack, but I did watch that. And? And I thought it was fun. I'm disappointed in you, Caitlin. No, I had a really good time watching it. I think the way it ended was good. I uh, I quite enjoyed it. I just went along for the ride. Like I didn't overanalyze it or anything. I just went with it, and it was a good ride. No, I thought it was one of those uh, rides that derails like as soon as you leave the station. I mean, what if I kind of like those rides? Okay. You put yourself through shitty-ass shark movies, so... Right, no but I shark. know they're going to be shitty, and I'm expecting them to be shitty. Well, I went in with li really low expectations, because typically, when a series continues on and on and on, the later movies tend to not be as good. But I actually enjoyed it. And you're allowed to your you're allowed to have your opinion, <laughs> and I 100% disagree. Ryan, yeah, uh, okay, yeah, news. News. Dude, I was say I was gonna say. Do you have any news? <clears throat> um, there, there was some news that came out. Um, sadly, Ghostbusters three was pushed back again. Wait, hadn't it, already been pushed back to like March. Yeah, now it's pushed back to June. Damn. Yeah, because they're they're expecting. They're not even thinking the theaters are going to be open at uh, in April. So expect Bond to move again. Well, I know all of ours just reclosed uh, this uh, yesterday. Yeah, I was it? Um, all of our Regals closed, but our AMCs and um, like independently owned chains are still open. No, I mean ours just closed back up. And the whole, it's not, it's not statewide anymore. They're doing it county by county based on, you know, number of cases and the, the infection rate and stuff like that. And our county dropped down to the lower tier. So they closed them back up. Yeah. Here's a simple solution. You don't get tested. You're not going to show up positive. Okay. If you say so. Yeah. That is. Way to, to be uh, spreading all those germs then. Right. Brian, your yeah. fake news. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. Hurtful. 
You well, said it, not true. us. Well, so probably true. <laughs> you put yourself in that hole. Yep. All right. Uh, also, news wise, um, Jared Leto, I guess, is filming new scenes for Schneider's Justice League cut. It's coming back as Joker. Well, when's when are we gonna get the uh, the uncut version of Suicide Squad? You got the extended cut. That's good enough. Yeah. No, it's not. No, it's not anymore. Joker. No. I don't know. I, I honestly didn't care for Leto, uh, Leto's Joker, but then again, they they completely cut him out of the movie. So, right. Well, I think his biggest issue was the way he looked. Yeah, I gotta agree with that. But um, yeah. Who who knows? Maybe he'll be good in Justice League. I mean, I'm not. I'm not thrilled with it being a four part series rather than a whole movie but you know i guess we'll have to wait till spring or summer whenever it's getting released fall or winter or 2022 (laughs) well it's coming uh hbo max so oh okay it's not movie news but it's news the mandalorian on the 30th yeah we're we're, uh as we're recording this we're eight days away yeah and i will start watching it on the first and I will start watching it once season two is done airing. That's yeah. fair. Can't do it. People spoil things. Well, I mean, you spoiled everything for me. What did we spoil for you? I, not you, her. What did I spoil? I don't know. I'm sure you spoiled something. Mm-mm. No. He didn't know about Baby Yoda until you started talking about him. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. the internet didn't, didn't show <laughs> yeah, that to him to begin with. All the memes in the world. And he's like, oh, look at all these people digitally de-aging Yoda for this meme. That's funny. Yeah. Then he watches the show. He's like, oh my god, Kate ruined it. <laughs> Just gets on my like, god damn it, Kate. <laughs> no. Ruining uh, shows one baby Yoda at a time. So, yeah. Here's hoping season two is uh, not a bust. I'm hoping it'll be good. You will see. I've heard stories. Good or bad? I've heard that uh, the actor that plays the Mandalorian walked off the set halfway through the series and hasn't, or halfway through the season and never came back. Oh, shit. Well, I guess we'll find out. He's refusing to come back for season three. Why? Because he wanted to spend less time with the mask on and they said no. Well, yeah, I can imagine how hot as hell it is in that mask. Yeah. Well, I mean, not even that. I mean, I know. I don't know. I, I feel like that's kind of a silly. I mean, because it, it, the whole point is, is that he keeps the mask on. Like, that's right their thing. So he's pulling away from Star Wars lore, essentially. Ridiculous. I don't know. I'm just reporting what I read. We shall see. Any more news, Brian, or was that going to be it? Um, yeah, because I mean, no one really cares that the craft remake is PG-13. It's going to be shit anyways. I mean, I'm not a bit, I'm not personally a big fan of the craft to begin with, so I don't care either way. So we're going to have you watch the craft. That, that's what I'm hearing. What? We're going to have to rewatch Suburban Sasquatch? Can't do doubles in this. Rules. Rules. Okay, that's fine. He's got other movies <laughs> that aren't even as good as Suburban Sasquatch. Oh, do you know it's on streaming now? 
So that way we can watch it. Tremors. No, not Tremors. Although I love Tremors. I was say the new I Tremors think- is on Netflix. Sorry. Oh, wow. Uh, well, I think he's going to be buying it. So. What was that? Cold Day in Hell was the new one? No, they, there's a new one called uh, Shrieker Island. Oh, right. I don't know why I was thinking that the older one was the newest one. I yeah. just have the title confused. I, I'm interested in it because Richard Brake is in it. Oh, yeah. It'd be really cool to see him. Yeah, but Veronica is streaming now, guys. Nope. Hard pass. <laughs> um, If I pick it. Nope. Yeah, nope. nope. Sorry. We, hard pass. You've said we I, have I, to I, opt I, out. I, I, I will cancel my Shutter account. You've said... You've said if we pick certain movies that you would opt out. Well, guess what? We can do the same thing, um, too. I, I actually would not opt out. I would actually suck it up and do it anyway. What? You want to watch a Serbian film? I uh, I will fast forward through certain parts of it. I was like, hold on. First of all, is that one even streaming anywhere? Probably not. So, no, okay. I don't own it, nor will I ever own it. So, that. All I'm saying is I've seen Veronica once and that was three times too many. I know, but Brian, have you seen it? Uh, no, I don't care to. Thank you. That's why we need to watch it is because Brian needs to see it. He really doesn't, though. <laughs> but you have, in order to fully appreciate good film, you have to watch the shitty ones. Uh, uh, it's alright. It's made by Danzig. I don't need to watch it. It has a... 1.9 out of 10 on IMDb and a 24% on Rotten Tomatoes. That is super generous. That should be a flat one. Only because you can't vote a zero on there. Fine, then I'm going to choose City of Lost Souls for the future, and then you'll have to or Forest of Lost Souls, and you'll have to finish it. It is what it is. See, we don't need to watch Veronica. I just reviewed it for us. Nope, we still do. So, this week we watched... Excuse me. Oh, Kate, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kate. It's all good. Came, it's all good. What came, what came in your slot? What came in Kate's slot? So the first is The Roast of Dennis Leary. That's a fun one. Yeah, it should be pretty fun. Uh, the Ring 2. Like that is not... Japanese Ring 2? Or... No, I don't think so. Namely, watch no. Ring Two. DreamWorks Ring Ring Two. Okay, well, it's still better than Rings. So, um, so I don't remember if I said this one before. Murder Cycle. Yes. I don't believe you. you she did. Yeah, okay. where the motorcycle has to kill people to keep going. Okay. I don't think I did bring it up. No, I feel like you did. No, I don't know if I, I did. Don't think, I don't think she did. Um, and then uh, The Cured, which I'm excited for this one. I like Ellen Page. And then Legendary Beasts, which this one should be exciting because it's they pull in like all the mythos around creatures like the Loch Ness Monster and stuff, and then they talk about them. And So I guess these three are Kraken, Mega Jaws, and Bird Monster, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. Looks like some weird vulture thingy that like is carrying a dude off in the distance. But yeah, that is what came in Kate's slot. Okay. Other than the Friday the Thirteenth box set. That, that came in all of our slots. Yes. 
and we all quite enjoyed it. The only one I've watched so far is Jason X. Yeah, I mean, when you've seen Freddy vs. Jason. When you've seen all of them dozens of times, you're not in a huge hurry to dive back in. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think at this point, I would just pop them in to watch the bonus features and skip the movies. Yeah, I watched uh, Jason X and all the bonus features that were on that disc. So yeah, there's that. And I almost forgot my own segment. Midnight Movie Bandits is going to have to be. There's, there's only one thing it can be. It's Lamageddon. <laughs> if you have Prime, go to Prime. Watch Lamageddon. If you don't have Prime, get a trial. Watch Lamageddon. Unfortunately, it's not available on disc. That's which sad. makes me it makes me a very sad panda. But uh, I didn't even realize this when I watched it, but Lama Gittin apparently was notorious about two years ago when it first debuted on Prime. Because um, it was only available for on VOD. You couldn't it wasn't part of the you know the the free prime service. And the price to rent it was a million dollars. Wow. A million dollars. I'm sure that was just to get some interest in the movie. Makes me wonder who the poor soul was that paid that million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I have to think if someone had bought it, then we would now have it on disc. Or maybe they're making a really high budget Lamageddon too. Who knows? <laughs> I'd be totally down for a Lamageddon 2. But yeah, watch Lamageddon 2. Get Prime, watch Lamageddon 2. Uh, watch, they, Lamaged- watch Lamageddon. It, I, I, highly, I highly suggest it. They have to go to the Thanksgiving round, skip 2, and go straight to 3. There you go. Lamageddon 4. In space. Of which there is no 2 and 3. Yep. Right. So notorious that they could not be released. <laughs> and that is the Midnight Movie Madness. So this week... For real this time, <laughs> we all picked an episode of the, what was it, a Showtime series? It was Showtime, right? Stars. Stars, I don't fucking know. I, I, don't have, yeah. I haven't had cable in 20 years. <laughs> we all picked an episode of uh, The Masters of Horror. Kate, what was, which one did you pick? I picked Sick Girl. Which is my uh, absolute favorite out of the ones that I've seen. Um, I realize that the more I watch Lucky Mickey's stuff, the more I like his stuff. So it's pretty good. Um, do you want me to go into all everything now? Yeah. Everything. Everything. So Sick Girl is about this really, really awkward chick who is, you know, she's into bugs, insects, all that weird stuff. And Bugs and sex? I mean, yes, yeah, sex as well, but insects. Insects, okay. Insects. Bugs yeah. and insects. Okay, I thought you were saying bugs and sex. I mean, bugs and sex, you know. It, it, it happens in, in yeah. said movie. Uh, but yeah, so she's really shy and everything and uh, finally gets the courage to uh, ask this cute chick out and they have an awkward relationship from there and it just kind of gets weird where they get this weird ass bug from, as I think they said, Brazil and it um, starts infecting her girlfriend. So 
the first time I watched this, I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. Because when I talk to other females that I have a crush on, I too am really awkward and can't properly say words. So you talk like a robot? I, it comes out more of just like a, a jumbled mess. And I can't just, I always end up like freaking out. So eventually I'm just like, hi, you're cute. <laughs> That's what it ends up being. Um, but yeah, so this one though, um, I was torn between this and Cigarette Burns because Cigarette Burns was the first Masters of Horror I ever watched. Um, and I do really enjoy that one. But as soon as I saw this, I was like, okay, this is amazing. And then um, Angela, is it Bettis? Is that who you say her last name? Mm -hmm. Yes. She is freaking amazing. I think she did a really good job in this role. And she portrayed the super awkward, quirky character very well. And if you have not seen this one, I would highly recommend it. It actually has a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb, which is pretty good for uh, for these movie slash TV show things. Um, yeah. Did you guys uh, get to watch this one? I did not. I did. How did you uh, feel about it, Brian? Yeah, I honestly don't remember much about the movie. Like, I remembered it was about a bug. Um, and I remembered it was Lucky McKee's uh, segment in the first season, which I figured you would have picked it because you're like a Lucky McKee fangirl. fangirl. I've only watched like a couple of the things that he's done. I haven't watched his like big things that he's known for. Well, yeah, no, I, I thought Angela Bettis was a good choice for the role because just like looking at her, like she has like that awkward look all the time, mm -hmm. but she's a really talented actress. And then you pair her up with um, Misty Monday, who's a former softcore porn star. And Slash. Slash B movie actress. Slash B movie actress. Yeah, because that's what I mostly know. That's what I mostly. Know Which her for. yeah, now she's going by her real name, right? It was yes. Aaron Brown. Aaron Brown. Yeah. Aaron Brown. Yeah. yeah. So in the early two thousands, I knew her as Misty Monday, and in a shitload of cheesy horror movies. Yeah, everything that came on Cinemax late at night. Um, but like the the chemistry they had was really good. It is. They play off each other really well. And then, like they, they get the whole, um, the whole like um, side story with the landlord lady who is a complete bitch the entire episode, and you kind of feel happy towards the end of the episode when it comes to her, um, but then you feel kind of bad because of her granddaughter. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought the ending to this one um, was actually very satisfying. Yeah, it, the, it, they did the closed ending with compared to the rest of them, which was kind of left open. Yeah, and that's I really liked that that portion of it. Um, the uh, also I love that they ended up going with um, lesbians instead of it was supposed to be a guy named um, Ira. Instead of um, uh, Ida, couldn't think of her name there for a second. Um, so yeah, I'm really happy that they went with the two female leads that they did because I think I don't think it would have translated as well 
had it been, I mean, it could have, but had it been with a guy, I don't, I don't know if he would have gotten that same feelings from them. Um, according to IMDb, it is about, is a commentary on the dangers of moving into a relationship too quickly. So I, I thought that. that was pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, the, you truly don't know somebody until you live with them. Yeah. This is very true. But I also so, like that Lucky McKee took the chance of two females for the, yep. the time it came out. Because what, it was like 2005-ish? 2006. Six. So bravo to him and bravo to stars. Because that stuff wasn't really mainstream. Which I guess today it, it's kind of more again mainstream, but... Yeah, I uh, I think that they were both adorable as their their characters, and I even liked her obnoxious um, coworker, who treated her like she was a, a dude. And I thought uh, yeah. that was the buddy buddy. <laughs> yeah, like I, uh, wanting details of yeah. her date night later, <laughs> so he could jerk off in the shower. I was I, I love the scene of them in the restaurant. And she finds the uh, cockroach in her food, and they're just examining it while everyone's freaking out, running. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a good one. Um, so yeah, uh, if you also, I'm wondering though too because she names the bug Mick, and because Mick Garris created this, so I'm wondering if that was an homage to him. Probably, I'm sure it was. Which he's a super nice guy, by the way. Super freaking nice. So I've heard. Yeah, I got to meet him um, at David Dakota's uh, little screen queen convention. That he, um, he does it. Uh, oh my god, what are they called? Something delicacies. Delic or, uh, dark delicacies. Yes. they. Burbank, right? I think they're in Burbank, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was really awesome and I got to meet him. He was super, super sweet. And I was like, can I get a photo with you? Being a, you know, a nerd. But yeah, so that's what I had for that. You should well, watch it, Daryl. I will. I just, between work, watching movies for two podcasts, doing interviews, sleep, trying to sleep, watching a few other movies and setting stuff up for Halloween, I ran out of time. You're good. I understand. Busy, man. Ryan, what did you watch? Uh, my uh, episode was called Family, and it is from season two okay. of Masters of Horror. Uh, it was done by John Landis. So, I, have heard, I have heard exactly the opposite of what I've heard about Mick Garris about John Landis. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. But it's a story of a guy named Harold who uh, seems like a lonely neighbor, keeps to himself. And uh, as the episode progresses, you find out that he's really a complete psychopath nutcase. And pretty much kidnaps people and douses them with acid and then keeps their bones and dresses them up to be family members for him. And um, there was a there was a uh, 
unique twist in there, but I don't want to give it away because the twist is really what made the episode. Yeah, I would agree not to to spoil it because it was I did watch that one as well and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, please don't because I again I didn't get to watch that one. I barely got to rewatch my own today. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the, all three of them today as well. So. I was it. I watched our three and then I watched like four others. So I but, just finished watching mine like two hours ago. <laughs> hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. That's when I finally had the time to do it. <laughs> Good thing they're only hour longs, right? Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, no, um, family, really good, um, episode. I thought, um, one of the fun facts about it was that the doctor's office that is used in the episode was built in the, uh, gymnasium of the high school that they were filming at. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So they, they took a a page from (coughs) home alone and used the gym for filming. Yeah, you use what you have to use. Yep. I've seen, uh, pro- I've seen, especially like independent productions, rent out abandoned apartment stores and build sets in there. In fact, uh, Wishmaster Two, all interior scenes were filmed in an abandoned uh, department store. That's pretty awesome. Yep. We know that. And that's not even independent. But you build sets where you can build sets. Was that all for? Was that all for you, Brian? Um. Yeah, because I, I really don't want to give away anything because of the twist. Okay, that's that it has if, if it was just a straight solid episode, then I, I would talk more into it, but the fact that it has the twist ending, I, I don't want to ruin it for listeners that haven't seen it or want to go back and watch it because they haven't watched it since it aired. Okay. And I watched uh, the Dario Argento episode, Jennifer, with Steven Weber as a cop who finds um, a very disfigured, almost mutant woman with a great rack. Oh, great body. <laughs> Killer body. <laughs> Killer body. Not so much the face, though. <laughs> no. I mean, as much as I hate this term because it's so disrespectful, that is the true definition of a butterface. And if, if anyone's unaware of what a butterface is, it's where everything on her looks good but her face. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't know it at till this point, um, there's a thing called Google. Right. <laughs> and like I said, I don't personally use that term because I think it's really disrespectful, but it's it's fitting for this one. It's true. I mean, it was intentional, so. Yeah. But she has an insatiable appetite for both sex and... Uh, people she loves the people but he uh gets a weird obsession with her and yeah i don't want to spoil it because it's not like a huge twist ending but i think people should check it out because i mean for one it's argento and come on it's it's argento which is weird also because it wasn't lit like an argento film no, it would like you wouldn't no. ever expect that that for that would be his movie. Yeah, right. I, I I think Stephen Weber did a great job uh, writing the screenplay for it. That the fact that it's Argento, like you wouldn't even know until his name pops up. Right. Yeah, and that's what I forgot that he actually directed it. And uh, when I was watching, I was like, "Oh shit!" Nope. Directed it was, but yeah, it was written by uh, by Wings himself, Stephen Weber. 
most known to horror fans as Jack Torrance in the remake of The Shining. Some people like the remake of The Shining. Some people piss on you for liking the remake of The Shining. Yeah. (laughs) I say, like what you like, don't be a dick. Unless you like Scream, then I'll just be a dick to you. It's cool. I don't care. Wow. (laughs) So harsh. Yeah. I have very, very, very strong feelings about Scream. I I can tell. I mean, again, what it really comes down to is as long as you're watching horror and helping the horror community grow, I'm cool with it. But I have just problems with the movie screen as a, as a whole in general, and what it did to horror for a decade. Um, excuse you me, mean Sarah. The, Hollywood did, to, did that. You mean what it did to uh, movie posters of the the decade? Well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> I was a Hollywood destroyed the horror genre for a decade. No. Because everybody was copying Scream, so guess what? It was, it was indirectly Scream's fault. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to fight you on this. I'm just going to make you watch the movie. You son of a bitch. I will say, I won't pick it if you don't pick a Serbian film. I would never force someone to watch a Serbian film. Yeah, I, I don't think yeah. I could sit through it, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we're going to go clockwork orange on you and, you know, Strap your eyes open, right? I would pick cl- a clock orange though. That movie I watched that we started that movie at one o'clock in the morning, it was the first time I'd ever watched it, and I stayed awake just staring at the TV the whole time. It's hard to look away when you're watching Kubrick, so good. I was heavy. Like, did you guys watch? Well, Daryl, I know you didn't. Did you watch any of the other episodes, Kate? Um, not today, but I've seen them. Like, uh, I really like Mike's. Oh, imprint, yeah, yeah, that one's really good. Um, and cigarette you know, burns. I think I may have seen imprint. Does that take place in like? <sighs> Maybe not. I don't know. I was like, there, there's like a sequence where a girl's being tortured and she's having like the pin cushion, uh, like nails almost. She's having them driven in between her fingers and fingernails. Yeah, that part I close my eyes for and then have Eric yeah. tell me when it's over. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> You're telling me there was torture in a fucking Takashi Miyake movie? Yeah, I know, right? What the fuck? <laughs> what? I, 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 I don't know. would have ever guessed. I, know. I don't believe you. I mean, there's a reason why it didn't air on TV and it only came out on video. I, I don't believe you, sir. Next thing I know, you're going to tell me that, uh, that Eli Roth is going to use juvenile humor in a movie. Or that we're gonna watch a what? Rob Zombie you know? movie. Or that we're gonna watch a Rob Zombie movie and hear cunt five times. Only five? Wow, he's losing touch. At least five. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've actually watched most of these. Possibly uh, all of them, but I'm really bad at remembering what I've watched. I was the only one I know for a fact I've seen is Jennifer and there's others. Well no, you know, I take that back. I... S- I've seen the Coscarelli one, but I don't remember it. I was I really liked uh, Dear Woman. That was yeah, awesome. that one was good. That was also John Landis. Um, Cigarette Burns was really good. Yeah, all the rest of them on IMDb say like Jennifer, Chocolate, Homecoming, and then there's John Carpenter's Cigarette Burns. That is the full title of the movie. Oh, that's just how Carpenter works. His name's always yeah. going to be before the title. 
So, and then um, season two, I, I really liked um, We All Scream for Ice Cream with uh, William Forsyth as a killer don't, clown ice cream truck driver. I was going to say, don't tell me it's about a, a sadistic ice cream truck driver. I don't believe you. Those kinds of movies <laughs> don't exist. Yeah, he's uh, he's named Buster the Clown. And it's like a revenge story. Okay. So that was really good. And um, there was another one from season two that I just watched. Oh, the Black Cat. Which is uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Thank and you. it has a uh, it has Jeffrey Combs as Edgar Allan Poe. Yes, who is as Edgar Allan Poe? Uh, Jeffrey Combs. Okay, I thought you said Jeffrey Jones. I was like, I, I don't want to see that. But Jeffrey Combs, yeah, that's cool. So, and that one was done, of course, by Stuart Gordon. Because Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of good ones. And then um, there was a season three. But it was switched to, I want to say CBS or NBC, and it changed the name of the show to Fear Itself. That show sucked. So that that, that is technically season three of Masters of Horror, but because of the change from Stars to CBS or NBC, whatever it was, of it was course NBC. they were they they were limited to what they could do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. There's there was a Wendigo story in there that I really liked. That had um, I think it was Doug Jones. And then there was a um, a wedding story in there that had um the with two people from Psych. Oh yeah, the episode was in sickness and in health. And it was uh, James Roday and Maggie Lawson. And ironically, that episode was also done by John Landis. Mm. So he was all over that show. Oh, yeah. A, a lot of the directors were the same directors. Um, I think only a few of them interchanged. Okay. Like, like I know Darren Lynn Bowsman did an episode for Fear Itself. Brian, do we have a hottie of the week this week? Or is it hard because I'm, I'll watch something different? I would say it, it is kind of hard, but if, if I had to choose one, I think it would be Angela Bettis. It's yeah. not Jennifer? It is not Jennifer. I mean... <laughs> I mean, you can put a bag over her head. Yeah. No. I mean, don't give me... The act. The actress herself... This is, is very attractive lady. Is very attractive. Very beautiful. Right. Um, But the makeup that KMB did for her... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did a really not, good job. Not so much, uh, not so much on the attractive scale. Nope. All right, Brian. What are we watching next week? So I was thinking long and hard about it, and I bet think, you were. I, I really how, was because I was how, like, oh. how long and how hard? Yeah. <laughs> For days. Um. We we really haven't done a thriller. Uh, on the show yet. Okay. And we haven't so much done like an action um, for the most part. 
Uh, John Wick? Well, okay. Well, speed? One of, uh, what, speed? Speed's more adventure, not action. It's action. It's action, it's action movie. That is an action movie. Okay, all right. So Just because it's not the fucking Terminator doesn't mean that it's not an action movie. Uh, <laughs> Terminator is sci-fi. Thank you. Terminator is actually horror. Thank you. Okay, the rest so an of the action... sequels are all action and sci-fi. Okay, so an action movie that didn't have Keanu Reeves, which okay. is funny because I almost picked a kung fu movie that was done by Keanu Reeves. Uh, get, we're, off, we're... get off Keanu's dick. <laughs> He's so amazing, though. Um, Breathtaking. We're, we're, we're going to do the action thriller I See You, just because I've never seen it. Ironically, okay, but uh, it has uh, Sylvester Stallone in it. I'm 110% down with that. So hopefully this one doesn't bite me in the ass because, like I said, I haven't seen it. Wait, what, what did you say the movie pick- was called? Uh, I see you. It is about a serial killer going around killing cops, and Stallone is trying to hunt him down. Okay, because the ICU that I found is a different. Like you know, it, it's on Tubi. If that helps. What's the year? Um, two thousand one, I think. Oh, here it is. Two thousand two. Still not finding it. Kate, it's E Y E. Oh, there we go. That would have made things a lot easier, Brian. I figured just Stallone was good enough for you. I mean, yes, but I need to be able to find the movie in order to watch said movie. <laughs> I was looking She's up. Not uh, wrong. <laughs> yeah. But I'm excited for this, though. This will be fun. Now to find out if we own it. If you I do, do I would be amazed because I don't even own it. Oh, and you own everything, right? Not everything. I don't own four copies of Ouija Shark. I only have two. And one is only because I was sent one to review, which I'd already reviewed. And I haven't found someone to pawn it off on yet. Give it to Kate. (laughs) I mean, I kind of want to watch it. All right. Anything else before we sign off? I'm good. Baby Yoda for the win. Yes. Yes, Kate has... A relatively unhealthy uh, baby Yoda obsession. It's true. And my friend just came into town and gave me a baby Yoda trick-or-treat bag and baby Yoda uh, bow for my hair. Is baby uh, Yoda holding a pumpkin behind you? Yes, he is. He's over the side. He's got the, it's the Mandalorian's face on it. Okay, I'm not going to lie. That's kind of awesome. Walmart. Is that from Downtown Disney? Oh, Walmart? Okay. Yeah. Although Downtown Disney... Do you want baby Yoda shit? That is where you go to get baby Yoda shit. Oh, I'm sure. Except for I did get um, baby Yoda build a bear too. Ah, it's an unhealthy obsession with this thing. It's like my obsession with gremlins. Yeah, Kate sent us a picture in the uh, the group chat of all her baby Yodas. She's like, "How many baby Yodas is too much?" She's like, "How many baby Yodas is too much?" I was like, "More than two. And she has she sent us a picture of like ten. <laughs> it's not that many, okay. No, it's really not, but it, I just thought it was funny. That's why I was an ass and said two. I actually really? own... I do own eight Baby Yoda plushies. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, plushies. 
That doesn't include the other Baby Yoda stuff. I but. do have like a little figurine with the Mandalorian on a bike thingy with him trailing along in the back. All the I mean, Baby I Yoda. I can't things. say too much. I can't say too much. I own nine copies of Clownado. <laughs> Which you're about ready to own ten. Well, no, no, that's including that one. Oh, that's including that one. That's including that one, yeah. Going to the post right. office tomorrow. Sweet. All right. Um, if that is all, then that's all from me. So everybody have a great day. Um, when does this drop, Brian? Um what, what, is- 29th. Yeah, everybody have a great and fantastic and spooky Halloween. Yes. Trick or treat, but trick or treat, but be safe about it. Yeah, don't forget to check your candy. And save some for sweet tooth. Save some for me. Which oh yes, our our friends at Dolls of Horror, they also reviewed Tales of Halloween. Did they? They did. Okay. So go go check out their episode as well. All right. Well, that's it for you. That's it for me. So everybody have a great day. Enjoy your Halloween. If it's after Halloween, I hope you had a great one. Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, okay. Excuse me. You were skipping over Turkey Day. Yeah, I don't really care. About no no one does Turkey Day anymore. I like the food. Okay. But yeah, Thanksgiving is a non-holiday now. I use it as sure. an excuse to watch Thanksgiving. <laughs> what? Wow, that, that's the one you go with? No, no blood rage. Well, that's been in the rotation for decades. I'm talking about something newer. Oh, well, even things killing's not new. New, it's newer than blood rage. Semantics. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyways, everyone have a great day. Bye. Peace out. Bye. Saturday night at the moon.